0: Welcome back to the Life Outside Bench podcast with Sean and Josh. Hello and welcome back to the Life Outside Bench podcast with Sean and Josh. On today's episode, we have Adam. Thank you so much for joining us, Adam. Thank you, Josh. Um, your program is really picking up steam right now. It's oh, which honor- is exciting. Yeah, it's an honor yeah. to be on. Sean was just telling me that he is shocked that anyone actually listens to this.
1: Yeah, people keep telling me that they listen to my our podcast and I'm like, what? Like... No way. Thank you. Not, like, we had like two listeners. But, yeah. Uh, yeah,
0: but we don't. We have more we than have, that. We have more than, two. which is significant. Yeah. In itself, at least 20, I think. At least, at least yeah. Yeah. which is like that's a milestone that you can't not celebrate. Right. So just acknowledging <laughs> that I think is the, the way to celebrate that. So thank you for listening. Um, I'm happy to be here. Yeah, and yeah. and uh, just wanted to address. Unfortunately, Levin, who we said would be on this week, couldn't make it because. Um, we moved offices this week that's actually why we didn't have the podcast last Friday and um, so we were moving offices from Water Street to here and Levin got stuck in the elevator when we were moving Uh, and he's still in the elevator I think he was just getting out so congratulations to you Levin for getting out of the elevator Um, and moving your stuff he has to carry a frog box all the way from Water Street to Pender which is a few blocks and those frog boxes aren't easy to carry Um, so good luck so okay. I'm your sub then? Um, yes, I mean... Okay, that's fine. I, yeah. Second I, choice. It seems, <clears> it that's, seems that's fair. I'll be
2: more interesting. Yeah.
0: Yeah, yeah, no, I think I think that's how it's turned out, because so far, Margaret... Pretty much everyone before, actually, was subbing for Levin, and I think they've all turned out to be considerably more interesting than... Right. Yeah, yeah it's, it's for the best. The only thing we can learn about Levin is through him not... Uh, joining, showing up showing, yeah. yeah that's the only time the I'll absence break. of Levin, exactly mm-hmm. it's really the it's like a shadow and you're the light so thank you for coming <laughs> uh, uh, we're incredibly lucky to have you on the podcast and while well, we have had some great people join us we've never had someone who's been to both the Arctic and Antarctica at the same month which is an impressive feat Sean, have you ever been to two continents within the same month?
1: I have not. No, that's that's really impressive.
0: And never mind, two continents. Uh, this is two continents which are on the complete polar opposites of right. the Earth. Impressive stuff. Um,
1: and then, do you know how he uh, managed to do that? Well, uh, I mean, you like I running. Uh, running. I have my own jet.
0: Oh, right. you have, so um, yeah. You don't, you can't run, obviously, I guess. I just choose not to. I take the jet right. Yeah, Which makes sense. Yeah, the pilot is on retainer. Yeah, we'd have to wait for the Ice Age probably to be able to run across the entire mm. Earth. Yeah, land, mm-hmm. bridge to... Because I hear it's mostly water.
1: Right. Largely.
0: Yeah. yeah. Um, but you did, so it was a, Going a little bit more in detail with the running, you, you like running, um, and you do it... How, how often do you run? Because I used to run, and Sean uh, used to run, as, used well, to run yeah. as well, and we've both been slacking recently. Yeah. But you run? Uh, uh, about three to six times per week.
1: Oh, wow. Um,
2: yeah, maybe an average of uh, four or five, let's say. Yeah. Um, I think I gravitated towards it because it's the most minimal sport possible. In fact, you don't have to do anything other than move forward. Uh, I was never good at team sports, and I didn't care for them. Um, so moving forward is my my forte.
0: There, yeah, there was a quote that said like running is or walking and running, I guess, is is nothing but falling forward in a controlled way. It was a little bit more. That is literally all that it is. That's what it is. You
2: get like fancy shoes and shorts and stuff like that. And then you just fall forward by yourself. Yeah. yeah but
0: but you have, to, you have to get good at running it's, it takes you require like a surprisingly difficult amount of time to actually a lot of work your way up to it which is
2: like anything else practice yeah so you're really practice
0: being by yourself and falling forward right or, yeah, Impre- yeah. Mm-hmm. impressive though yeah. there should be rewards for that it should be world's best falling forward controlled motion person on the topic of uh, <laughs> those are called marathons <laughs> oh yeah that's <laughs> an official name that's what we've given it to make it sound more friendly
1: On the topic of minimalism, do you uh, use, like, barefoot shoes or anything like that, or...?
2: Uh, That the concept appeals to me, but I can't culturally associating myself with that movement. uh, I'm just not ready for it yet. (laughs) It it, it looks ridiculous. I'm I'm sorry. I'm I'm aware of the health (laughs) benefits and I've done the research. It it sounds great. It looks awful. I'm not not ready yet.
0: Have you ever tried just going barefooted?
2: that's, yeah, like at the park or at the beach or something like that. Uh, but I won't go for long distances without running shoes. How much? That, that technology is really helpful. To, it is. For not hurting yourself. Yeah, or mm-hmm. yeah. like, even just a small pebble. We've, we've worked a long time to help to save ourselves from those injuries. Yeah.
0: How much different is it when you have the shoes off? Does it feel, you feel more free?
2: No, I feel like I'm gonna be injured pretty soon. Yeah. yeah. I feel the
0: same. <laughs> Especially if you're, like, forest trail running. There's a hundred percent chance you will be injured. Yeah. If you're trail running in your bare feet. Yeah. I, Unless you have me, some mad like hobbit calluses some or giant like calluses. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's like a, just
1: a, your foot is completely white. It yeah. took me like two years to get used to barefoot. Oh, is that your thing? Uh, it I, was did, a I thing. didn't mean to, to. Oh no, I don't, I mean, don't wear. I mean, so I don't. I also think they look ridiculous. So yeah. I, I get ones without that don't show the digits. So like it's mm-hmm. covered over cool. and just looks more like a normal. That's shoe. the big
2: hanging point for me. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Okay. yeah you can get like more normal looking less ridiculous ones (laughs) less support but they don't show your weird exactly yeah
0: and and vancouver is great for both running and just like being in nature and and running outside is a a lot better than running inside on a treadmill Mm -hmm. first of all it feels like you're actually going somewhere but second of all you get to be within nature and be one with nature which is really important i think Mm um and but you've You've never scaled a mountain before, but you've always wanted to try doing that, I hear. Mm-hmm. Uh when is the when was the plan to to go mountain climbing? I don't know.
2: The again conceptually it appeals to me, but um I am not interested in falling down a mountain at all. <laughs> uh, and, and whenever I do research into some of the you know, not like a hike. I've been hiking many times, but, um, let's say like K2 or Everest or something like that. Basically everyone dies Uh, or they, at least they lose limbs and none of those things appeal to me. So, um, I don't know, maybe I'm a coward or something, but I'm probably going to put it off indefinitely.
1: It's not (laughs) like a lifelong dream that you have to, yeah. Uh, uh,
2: it may be, but I'll avoid it entirely. (laughs) Yeah. That makes a lot of sense. That Um, last quarter of the bucket list that just doesn't get finished, you know. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, it makes sense to leave that as the (laughs) last thing of your life, you know,
0: when you know you're probably going to die. One thing that we talked about originally on the first podcast, very briefly with Lachlan, was uh, bread. Um, I asked him whether or not he enjoys sourdough bread, and then I was like, legitimately, how do you make sourdough bread? And that process is still kind of a mystery to me, because I haven't uh gone on google yet but i've heard that you have made bread before yourself mm-hmm, mm-hmm. yeah um <clears throat>
2: a lot of i think the the common conception is that uh, sourdough bread is a type of bread or a flavor but actually it's the only real bread and the <laughs> the way that you make it is uh by cultivating your own yeast so uh yeast i actually don't know what yeast is i'm not a biologist but uh i think it's like a plant or a fungus or some mixture of the two not going to quote a phylum. Some uh, sort of strange bacteria. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. The, the short story is that your body is covered in yeast and your apartment is covered in yeast and you can actually capture wild yeast just by leaving things out. That's how things ferment. Um, so what you do is you just mix some water with flour and allow the yeast to start to consume the sugars and then it, uh, it produces CO2 and alcohol and that's how you get the fermentation start to a sourdough.
0: And then does that make the dough for the sourdough bread?
2: Well, you you create that starter, and then uh, you mix that starter with a, a, a huge amount of flour and water, as much as you want, as many loaves as you want, uh, and then you let it ferment that entire chunk of dough, and then you throw that dough in the oven. Is essentially how you how you make sourdough bread. Wow, that's yeah. cool. The and that that's that, that's the alternative to to industrial yeast. So you can buy yeast dried in packets, and that's made in a factory. Uh, but that's not sourdough. That's not the. Same. That's that's like instant bread, let's say. Right, and that no. wouldn't
0: make. Could that make sourdough bread? No. No. So the only sourdough bread is with the actual, wild yeast. Wild yeast. Yeah. Sourdough.
2: Yeah. You sort of you sort of raise it, um, you you cultivate it over time. Um, actually, Max in client care, uh, he he told me that. Really, your starter that you make only gets good after about a year. And then, um, you know, there's all kinds of heirloom starters that you can get that are hundreds of years old.
0: Wow, yeah, that's a long time. Yeah, yeah. sort of like part of the family. So do you have, like, have you just done one before? Do you have a collection now of yeast, like, cells to grow? I have
2: the one yeast child that I keep in the the fridge, and then I bring it out, and it lives on the counter when I'm going to bake.
0: And when you, do you use the entire starter culture or do you just take a piece of it portions of it yeah. Okay.
2: that's uh, so as long as you keep feeding it new flour and new water uh you can keep separating it
0: and you can give it to other people so it's sort of
2: like uh it multiplies
0: wow and if yeah. you take the culture that's been done for a year you can yeah. give it to someone else yeah yeah
1: huh that'd make it because that core
2: yeast that yeast culture is is uh, maturing over that period of time right yeah
1: so does it, can you like trade kind of bits of culture with you, people and kind of- you,
2: you can, yeah, yeah. I've actually traded um, some culture internally for, not for someone else's, but for bacon. Oh, nice. Yeah. Yeah. Did that with Trevor.
0: Hmm. I wonder if we could, you could start an underground, starter culture kind of black market.
2: Th- that's a real thing. Is yeah. it? Yeah. Uh, they're, um, I don't know if it's on the internet yet, but you can mail a request to places in like San Francisco has a, has a famous starter that people love. Uh, the only problem with that is again, a lack of knowledge of biology because right. <laughs> as soon as that comes up to Vancouver and spends a month, um, it's going to be Vancouver yeast, not San Francisco yeast. Right. But yeah.
0: Because it's collecting the, the yeast cells yeah. from the air. Yeah. Uh, interesting. I wonder, and, and how can you make that the black market? Cause it needs to be an illegal operation in order to do that. I'm just thinking of ideas here. I'm trying to capitalize. on Well, this.
2: well, I think if you if you could if you could create like a wild yeast starter in a rarefied area, you know, um, like Area Fifty One yeast or think, white, oh, white White House guy. yeast, you know, like get up in there in the bedrooms and stuff like that, and just let it sit. That's sit a, for a bit. great yeah, idea. That's an awesome idea.
0: Yeah. Wow, I would. I would make bread out of that for sure. Yeah. yeah. We might have to censor this in the, the later so we can both, just take yeah. the idea and make sure no one else can hear it. Can hear it. We don't want to that's get good. added to a list or anything like no. that. No. Yeah. Well, yeah. yeah. Well,
2: just okay. just saying White House on a podcast is <laughs> We're <risky>. already blacklisted <laughs> right now. <laughs>
0: yeah. uh, well that's fascinating. That's it's really cool.
1: It's also the is it also the uh, original bread? Like it came sourdough came before?
2: That that that's how bread was invented. Oh. Um, yeah, so uh, it's totally folksy and not accurate history but uh so it goes sometime in antiquity someone left out something like porridge like a grain water mixture that you would eat for breakfast and they just left it in a corner and then it started to ferment over the course of a week or two and then they threw that in the oven and made bread i don't know how accurate that is but that's that's essentially yeah yeah, that's how anything that's that's essentially sourdough yeah cool just a mistake.
0: Yeah. What other, like yogurt is? Yeah, one, a huge like mistake. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, Seriously risky stuff. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> just
2: eating rotten food, just, essentially. And hoping yeah. that you don't yeah. die. So And then yeah. someone was
0: like, "This might maybe that's what people built up tolerances for, because they just kept eating it and getting sick, and eventually <laughs> so they're like, oh, the ones this is good. Yeah. Someone, someone <laughs> didn't die, and then that's why they kept eating it. <laughs> Uh, cool. And you like podcasts, which is great. A huge honor because apparently you've actually listened to our podcast once again. Thank you. Uh, I have time. listened
2: to all the episodes and uh, thank you guys for, for making this program and having me on it as well.
0: I wasn't fishing for that, but uh, yeah. it's, it's <laughs> no, really awesome no. having you here.
2: It's a totally like above mediocre podcast that I enjoy. Oh, that's, yeah. oh, that's no, I'm high an honor. It, it, I'm It appeals to me because I'm biased toward the subject and the content. So, uh, thank you. Thank you for
0: it. And, and on top of that, you're the first co-founder of Bench that we've had on the Life Outside Bench podcast. Oh, stop. Well, the reason I <laughs> mention it, though, is not because... Uh, well, it is it is because, basically, Sean and I have to be very careful what we're saying, because uh, if we say something that could potentially be sensitive to... I, what I'm talking about is really there, there's levels at bench here, and you're right. on the highest tier, mm-hmm, and I do mm-hmm. not want to uh, be subordinate, is what I'm trying to get at, really.
2: Uh, I, I would definitely sabotage you. I, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't try to overtly have you fired, but um, work against you slowly over the course of a quarter or two um, and make
0: sure that you failed kind of yeah. possibly make a rival podcast that would obviously be better that would
2: be the start but that would be the, a part of the larger strategy it's just the beginning yeah
0: right. yeah so sean and i want to avoid that um and <laughs> well, if there's we'll ever see. if there's ever a point at which uh we say something uh that sounds like we could be trying to uh be on top uh, just press this button and it'll make this noise <laughs>
1: <laughs> Got it. Got it. Yeah. Got it. Okay. Uh,
0: yeah. So anyway, uh, um, the podcast, some other podcasts that you've listened. B- believe it or not, uh, I've heard that you don't only listen to this podcast. You've listened to one or two others, a few others. Yeah. Um, Roderick on the line, mm-hmm. the one you feed, uh, and you have an entire downloaded library of nearly uh, every talk that Alan Watts has given, mm-hmm. um, and you use the, f- the the hashtag fanboy for. L-Y-F-E, which stands for Fanboy for Life. Mm-hmm. I believe that would be a word that describes you as an Alan Watts fan. Uh, yeah, yeah. That's the hashtag that I
2: use whenever I tweet Alan Watts quotes on Twitter. Right. Yeah. yeah. So people can just click that hashtag. So they and type know. It in yeah. And, get and I like to collect them for myself, too.
0: Right. Yeah. Nice. Um, what Out of all these, what do you have like a... Obviously, they're all interesting because you wouldn't listen to one that's boring. But was there any that stand out particularly as... Uh, just a really meaningful podcast. I think to me it sounds like if you're a fanboy for life for Alan Watts. So is he,
1: so are the podcasts about him because he's passed away quite some time ago, right? <clears throat>
2: yeah, he has not. I don't remember the exact date, but it's been decades. Oh, yeah. um, he was he was speaking mostly in the 60s and 70s, uh, so it's it wasn't really a podcast. He was just having his seminars recorded. Um, he had an interesting approach to adapting Eastern philosophy, let's say for, for the Western world, uh, which is totally cliche and you can find thousands of medium posts on that now. But at the time, um, it was, uh, either not mainstream or considered inappropriate, especially since he was, uh, he was a Christian pastor or minister or something like that originally. Um, so his talks, uh, I mean, I would recommend listening to them. They're just, they're an incredible example of a person uh, breaking down stuff like religion into uh, a very, very straightforward, digestible, accessible, but also incredibly profound format, if that makes sense to you. Yeah, yeah for sure. Yeah.
0: yeah, We haven't listened to the thing, but we should now. Um, yeah. The only thing we've done on, the only thing that we know from him is what you said based on the Wikipedia entry that we read. Uh, but. I think we'll actually have to listen to something. Yeah, it naturally. sounds... That,
1: yeah, I'm interested in, like, out of all religions, like, Eastern philosophy, so... Yeah, yeah, yeah. he
2: he just kind of... Um, he gives you the perfect summary of of things like Taoism and and Buddhism and Zen, uh, so that as a as a lazy Westerner like me, uh, you don't actually have to do any work. You just right. can kind of get the summary. and then, kind Yeah, yeah, and then I don't of, have to spend yeah. any time at all actually getting good at it. Awesome. Yeah it's perfect for me
0: and some other people that I think uh they, I, I know that you find influential uh, as a designer Dieter Rams Ooh, yeah there's a poster on the the man uh, himself yeah and he's yeah. got you guys have a poster in the design room of his 10 principles of good design mm-hmm. uh, do you remember all 10 of those uh not off the top of my head no
2: that's what computers are for
0: that's a good point, or, yeah. or the poster in the room. That's why you have it as, exactly. there as a reference. Yeah. That's my external brain.
1: <laughs> Let's see. Is if can,
0: ever, yeah, I think so. So one of them is uh, good design is simple. Mm-hmm. Is that right? Yes. Good design is environmentally friendly. Mm-hmm. These mm-hmm. might not be the exact ones. It, um, it
2: was. Um, yeah. It was a different time then too. So one of them is good design is innovative that
0: word was still a thing yeah we were we were allowed to say it it wasn't a buzzword i would love to take it back on his behalf (laughs) something but now people just use it willy-nilly and it doesn't mean anything it doesn't mean anything at all which is unfortunate but i think as a a poster from i mean it's it's a period thing because that's he said this in the past it makes it significant still on that poster
2: I I think so. I think the word innovation is actually uh undervalued and um I, I'm not kidding when I say I would love to take it back. I think
0: we should start to use it in real contexts. Yeah. And and it also has in the context of his description, he actually has an actual description. It's not just the title. There He's are paragraphs that follow the header. That describe yeah. what it yeah. is, which I think uh actually gives it
2: meaning. Yeah. Meaning. yeah. Yeah, I think my favorite one from the bunch uh, that I
0: could always pull off the top of my head is good design is as little design as possible. The minimal design. Yeah, that's that's mm-hmm. another buzzword, but mm-hmm. in that context, mm-hmm. it makes a lot of sense. It does. Uh, I, I think those are, I mean, they're all like, when you read them, they seem quite obvious, but they're not things that, like, I, I don't mean that in, like, a, oh, I'm, I'm better because obviously I know everything about design, but it, it seems, because it's no, so no, simple.
2: No, no. Uh, one of the, it one of the nicknames for design as a practice, however you would define that, is the science of the obvious. So it's not uh,
0: it's not an incorrect description. And I, well, and I think they're also easy to digest. But from reading them, like you you look at it and you're like, wow, that makes so much sense. Mm-hmm. So yeah, yeah, it always seems self-evident. But then when you contemplate it for a while, it starts to sink in. Right. Yeah. Uh, speaking of design, you are the BP of design at Bench. Ugh. Stop. And, well, no, I, I don't, again, not a title thing. It's important to know that you are actually uh, into design. Because someone might not, no, everyone I'm, knows I'm, that. i am I kidding? I'm not into
2: design. That's just my job. I don't care.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's, just, it's just a job <laughs> thing. Yeah, yeah, it's when you go home it's, after it's, work. It's a booming industry. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect opportunity. But, but I'm an opportunist. <laughs> But actually you are, you do design obviously outside of Bench and you have your own personal website. Mm. Um, And we've heard that you've been meticulously trying to find the proper size hexagon tile for your website that you're currently working on.
2: Yeah. Um, I don't get a lot of opportunities to actually write markup or do design in my work here at Bench anymore. Uh, So I try to use personal projects like my site for that kind of stuff. Um, And... One of the things that I've been obsessing over is SVG and what you can do with that, how you can layer it into a website. And so I've been creating illustrations in uh, Illustrator and exporting those SVGs and then uh, creating CSS blending experiments. So um, nothing too fancy, just creating shapes that I overlay on top of photographs and trying to create an
0: interesting effect that I haven't seen before. And that I think that's part of everything is its originality but it's important in design as well having something original um, so.
2: yeah I mean it's not I'm not trying to be cool it's just the desire to to play with the toolkit like CSS and SVG and see what happens basically innovate uh, maybe yeah yeah it, <laughs> exactly I'm what I'm trying to do shine. is innovate because <laughs> <laughs> blending modes are badass yeah. it's bleeding edge you know it's,
0: bleeding edge. It is. Yeah. <laughs> it's true <laughs> Though they did have those in Photoshop like five years ago. Yeah, but it's, a, it's in the browser. You know, once it, on the it web, hits the
2: browser, it's the real deal. You which know? is exciting. Yeah.
0: For those who don't know what a blending mode is, it's the way that uh, basically the two colors or, or uh, light interact uh, on, uh, on the website or on, in a picture. And uh, there's some cool things you can do with those that you can now do on the web. Exciting stuff. The future is here. I'm so glad that I know what a blending mode is now. <laughs> That was a terrible description.
2: I, I yeah, to, but I didn't. I didn't know at I all. I need to refer yeah. to Wikipedia more often. Yeah. I was just using autocomplete and seeing what happened. <laughs> Which one? Would,
0: oh, that looks cool. Oh, that's got oh, like that's, a dark. I don't even know what I'm doing. <laughs> uh, Sean has brought I Soylent. I brought some
1: Soylent, Yeah, because I on a I think a bench broadcast you were you were talking about Soylent. and you, what, what I can't remember the quote exactly, but it was something like why don't people just steam broccoli or something like that?
2: Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm getting kind of a reputation for hating on this product. And so, I, I mean, I don't want to offend people. I, I know that there's a, a contingent, let's say a bench, that uh, they rely on the soil for their daily nutrition. Um, I, ju- I just think that that's unfortunate and mm-hmm. that there are better ways to get that nutrition because um, I, I don't believe the claims that the product is good for you. And it tastes completely mediocre. And um, you know, if you're if you're in a rush for nutrition, for a long time, people have been taking, uh, you know, there's these things called like bananas and and fruit. And I've
1: heard of those before. You might have to go like to a grocery store or something to right, 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 right. right.
2: Yeah, and like you can actually blend them together, and it's a very nourishing shake that you can put in a glass and eat, and it tastes delicious. Wow, good, yeah, fascinating. I didn't know yeah. something here. I don't know. It might be, you know, like 7% less efficient than Soylent, but um, I'm still not sold on the efficiency gains that you're getting from that right. that particular product. What about,
1: to, say, compared to fast food? Like, if, if the person was consuming, like, McDonald's or Soylent, like, as alternatives?
2: Oh, you, man. I mean... It, I guess
1: that's a hard thing to compare, but...
2: Yeah, I, if you're gonna eat empty calories, yeah. I, I would say err on the side of flavor,
0: to be honest. Depends on the fast food product. I've never had it myself, um, but Sean has brought We've it got and prepared some that's it. It's
1: been sitting here, and it's probably nice and lumpy. I, I'm so mixing it should, now. Uh, yeah, if you guys wanna go ahead and okay, give it a shot. I'm gonna try it here. So uh,
0: it's like a, it looks like a powder, and I'm, I'm gonna describe the glass, because you can't see it. It's uh, brown and lumpy and at room temperature the way food should be. Mm-hmm. So I'm just mm-hmm. going, to yeah. go for it here. Hmm. It's like eating pancake batter. Yeah. Mhm. Um
2: I see you guys have provided me a glass yeah. so so that uh this is 1.5 you said? Uh yes. Okay, cool. This I I will for the benefit of the program, I will I will try this one. I've only tried two point oh out of mm. the bottle, premixed. So,
0: well, thank you. Like, yeah, just gotta Sorry. mix it up there. It's a little bit, a little bit of lumpy, Settling has yeah, occurred. Oh my god,
2: <laughs> sweet merciful Christ!
0: It does taste like pancake batter. It's, it tastes like, like, like. It's a really mm, close yeah. description, I think.
2: It, it tastes, tastes like cool. lack of imagination, to me
0: not the way i prefer to experience food but to each their own you know mm-hmm. it's interesting yeah um going back to the bread thing though you uh, really want uh an object on amazon here or anywhere it's it's called the 450 watt nutri mill harvest stone grain mill and uh just from looking at it it's it looks like it's a it's a grain mill lets you mill your own grain for making flour mm-hmm. um what is your favorite part of it? Is it the heavy duty motor with auto shut off thermal protection to ensure the motor isn't harmed during the sustained milling or the near diamond hard Cordium Grainmaster milling stones that are quality made in Germany to mill even the hardest of grains?
2: Oh, Josh, I mean, I, I tend personally to not fixate on, on uh, hardware features. Uh, it's really the outcome of having the means to mill my own grain. You know, uh, I'm totally dependent on the flowers produced by local merchants. And um, up to this point, I have purchased them and they're fine. But I believe that given the tools, I could mill a superior flower.
0: Right. Yeah. Right, right. What Probably. are the color options, though? Well, I was going to say, thanks to the, the durable housing manufacturer from eco-friendly sustainable bamboo, it's been carefully designed and crafted to belong in your kitchen.
2: The bamboo chassis appeals to me deeply. I'm not going to lie about that. It's, it's incredible. You should put the link in the show notes, I think.
0: I will, yeah. yeah,
2: um, yeah. And also maybe someone could buy it for me. That would be great.
0: Yeah, well, it's on your Amazon wish list, it I'd is. imagine. It is, So, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Well, that's great. And, and with it, you can quickly mill all non-only grains and legumes, uh, grind as fine as pastry flour for a lighter texture in your baked good or as a coarse and cracked grain for cereal. Mm. Mm-hmm. All great things, which I think really brings it down to the final result, as you said, that's the most important part. Yeah. Um, but it's great that they have six color options to find the one that best matches your style and personality.
2: Yeah, mm. I'm always looking for another feather to put in my hipster cap, you know, <laughs> I just need to be perceived as increasingly aloof. It's my goal. Right, right. Yeah. right. Cool.
0: <laughs> and uh, what's what's standing your way from having this right now?
2: uh someone has not placed the order on my behalf yet right yeah so that's why we're really plugging this as, in. as soon as you launch this episode i expect to have one being shipped
0: yeah, yeah. and if you go to amazon.com slash q a c one three nine four nine you'll get 10 uh, percent off your order that's not so true like that. i just made that up <laughs> yeah. it's an actually yeah. referral code i wish it was though we should have got one you <laughs> can edit one in well <laughs> you guys don't have that set up yet. no <laughs> That Jesus. was a mistake. I don't know why we're <laughs> plugging this product that we're not gonna make money off of. <laughs> I gotta figure out how to monetize this program. <laughs> we do. We need an ad. So you can buy the 450-watt NutriMill Harvest Stone Grain Mill on Adam's Amazon Wishlist now, and we'll be right back after this short commercial break. Try the all-new Soylent 2.0 that comes in convenient, ready-to-drink 400 kcal bottles containing soy protein, algal oil, isotolomous, and vitamins and minerals
1: satisfying to drink, vegan, animal-free, lactose-free, nut-free, follows FDA guidelines, quality manufacturing, and is made in the U.S. of A.
0: Soylent. You won't even know it's food. And we're back. Ah, oh, that Soylent is delicious. Thank you for sponsoring a Soylent. You can get yours now at Soylent.com. Um, you've been quoted as saying, My seat's been taken by some sunglasses asking about a scar and I know I gave it to you months ago and I know you're trying to forget but between the drinks and subtle things the holes in my apologies you know I'm trying hard to take it back a deep quote very interesting what does this mean
2: (laughs) 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 your your face was too good (laughs) I can't can't do it it's impossible.
1: <laughs> but speaking of sunglasses... Yes, you did lose your sunglasses um, a little while ago. Have you found them?
2: <clears throat> um, I mean, I, I don't want to introduce like a, an ambient hostility to this episode, but um, you, you know what you did, Sean. <laughs> I know you had them. I,
1: I uh, have we, lost we, we, my we, sunglasses now, is what... Well,
2: you you were open for reprisal, I think. Yeah. And I'm not gonna confirm or deny whether I've uh, reprised that particular event, but you know what happened. All right. Let's leave it. Let's leave it at that. Yeah.
0: Just some quick context, uh, because this is from what I know. There were sunglasses that were left during a bench broadcast, and they had a crack in them. Uh, Sean took them. No, no. uh, Sean left them may or may not have stolen the perfectly non-broken sunglasses, and then Adam went away with the ones with a crack in it. Mm,
2: yeah, 100% of Benchmates wear sunglasses from Bailey Nelson. Uh, 98%, let's say. There's some Ray-Bans in Oakley's as well. Um, and Sean and I happened to share a similar model. Mm-hmm. His was broken, though. Mine so it, had a it,
1: big, like a big crack in the right lens,
2: so. Yeah, it made perfect sense that he would try to pull the old switcheroo, mm-hmm. you know, and, and he did for a period of time. But then I made- It was nice to have new glasses, I mean. Well, so yeah. Cool. Uh, we met in the lobby at, at the now defunct 353, and um, I just maintained eye contact long enough to shame him into giving them back, and they, they eventually reemerged.
0: <laughs> well, enough about sunglasses. Uh, Interesting quote though. Thank you. Very very deep. Um, Mm -hmm. Sean's come up with as we did last week with Margaret. No, two weeks ago. uh, We a lightning round um, that basically is just uh, a bunch of different questions and uh, even some trivia things you shoved in there uh, that he's gonna say. And the goal, I guess, is to answer as quickly as possible. So Uh, okay, let me let me have another sip of the soil
2: energy. The lack of of
0: imagination. (laughs) Hold on a second. This is the way to mentally. Get your... Hmm. It's Oh, yeah. Just (laughs) kill children's dreams. Every Every time. Every time you drink it, it... The the expression that... So disappointing. Yeah. I can't believe we got sponsored (laughs) by them. So disappointing.
1: All right. All right. Lightning round. Are you ready? Is everyone ready? All right. Uh, What's your favorite color? Blue. What animal do you think Alan Watts would be uh, reincarnated as? A heron. All right. Um, word association. Um, I'm going to throw out some words and you're going to associate animals to them.
2: I need a long time to think about uh, this. Bookkeeping.
1: Ooh, an echidna. Design.
2: Mm. An orca. Sails. Sails? Like sails on a boat? Or yeah, sails on a boat. Okay. Um, an armadillo.
1: Uh, marketing.
2: Hmm. A peacock.
1: Engineering. A lion. <laughs> a lion? I mean okay. <laughs> I guess I'm not supposed to influence these. <laughs> what,
2: what animal is extremely anal retentive do we under, t- t- can you guys, um, like this. super fixated on details that are trivial? It's
0: oh.
1: not. I think Monkeys? a lion. Yeah. But, yeah. A lion. A mountain lion. <laughs> is <that some> lions? <laughs> a mountain <Or> strong.
0: <laughs> something strong and large. <laughs>
1: yeah. Hmm. hmm. No, yeah, we have no ulterior motives here. No.
2: At all. Uh, I'm trying to think of the most fixated animal. The animal with OCD.
0: Um, Monkey? Maybe.
1: Squirrel. Maybe. A squirrel. squirrel. Oh, yeah. Okay. yeah. yeah. A squirrel. They yeah. really get those nuts. <laughs> which is a very, <laughs> that's an excellent answer. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, back to questions. Uh, a flock of crows.
0: Whew. Wait, th- this, is a, this is no longer a word association.
1: Oh, no, no. this no. is back to the question. questions. This is not. What, yeah, is a, yeah. what is a flock of crows? What is a, flo- <laughs> what, what is a flock of crows? <laughs> I didn't segue I felt, into I felt that cut adrift there for <laughs> yeah, a second. I, was I wasn't sure what was going to happen. Uh, uh, a, well. murder. Yeah, a murder. Oh, that's uh, right. A murder. That's, that's correct. Uh, but, uh, who wrote an ancient uh, Chinese military uh, book called The Art of War? Uh, Sun Tzu. Um, who directed the movie Reservoir Dogs?
2: Quentin Tarantino. Correct.
1: Uh, worst person at bench.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Sean, you guys. You Sean, guys. for coming up
1: with that
2: question <laughs> and for being a thieving bastard <laughs> who took my sunglasses for fair. at least two weeks. Fair enough. Uh, no, I would say Jordan Hudson. Okay. Oh, okay. Yeah. Fair enough, fair enough. Yeah, we need him on the
0: podcast.
1: Mm-hmm. Best mm-hmm. person at beach.
0: At beach. At beach. That's it. <laughs> As opposed to the worst person at bench, the best person at beach.
1: Mm-hmm. That was that was Josh's country.
0: <laughs> Is there a specific beach or just beach? no, just
1: beach as, as a global concept? That's a global whatever, idea, whatever beach comes to
2: your mind first. Yeah. Uh, Hasselhoff. Mm. Yeah, mm-hmm.
1: good answer. Good mm-hmm. answer. Um, who's the uh, leader of North Korea? <laughs> <laughs> questions for these <laughs> I haven't seen these before either I, just, I went, just went to a website and it generated me a list of questions so that's, that's me. where I got these from yeah uh, <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> what is wrong with you <laughs> I, can't, can't, I can't stop thinking about his hair it's, it's Kim Jong Un <laughs>
1: Nice.
2: So, uh, um, uh, co- I forgive my Korean accent.
1: <laughs> I, I don't know how to pronounce this, but uh, Kopi Luwak is a very expensive type of what?
2: Kopi Luwak?
1: Ewak? Kopi Luwak? How would you pronounce that? You-
0: how would you spell it? That will help. K O P I L U W A K. Hmm. I have no fucking idea. Is it made of
1: poop? Maybe. Is, is that it, right? Is that the one? Maybe. I'm not sure.
0: I should, I'm gonna quickly Google that right now. Yeah. While what everyone's thinking. This I was so gonna text Evan. Oh, that's also a nice one. Yeah. See the. Yeah. Oh no! It's definitely it's definitely made from poop.
1: Nice. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, you may have heard of this. I think some type of it's like a cat or a monkey or something. Oh, is this the, the the poo coffee? Yes. Oh, okay. that's correct. Yeah. Yeah.
2: yeah, yeah. I didn't I didn't know the original name of it, but I'm familiar with poo coffee. Yes. Yeah. Have you tried this? I, ha- I have not tried poo no, gonna... coffee. Uh, that's on the bucket list for sure. Nice. That's yeah. Interesting. Probably before the the scaling of the mountains, because I feel like there's very little risk associated with drinking poo coffee. Yeah,
0: Though you never know. Mm. Never. Yeah. Mhm. E. coli, mostly, probably, Mm.
2: yeah.
0: Is that everything?
1: Yeah, yeah. You had one more. Oh, Pepsi or Coke? Uh,
2: I don't drink soda, but uh, I appreciate the classic branding of Coca-Cola. I I like the, the cultural associations that that brand brings. They do some amazing brand stuff for a company that makes sugar water. Exactly. Yeah. It is uh it is Christmas. So. Yeah. Props to them. <laughs>
0: Fair answer. I think that's a, that's a that's good a pretty answer. Good answer,
1: yeah.
0: I wouldn't have been able to answer that one. <laughs> well, I think that's everything. Um is there any other closing remarks that you have? I I don't think so. This has been a real pleasure.
2: Well, thank you. <laughs> yeah. I really appreciate it.
1: Yeah. Um, that we'll lightning p- round was tense. It was. We'll <laughs> t- so, Kopi uh, Luwak. Yeah. Kopi Luak, Yeah.
2: If we sourced some poo coffee, could we do like a mini episode, tasting? Like not a, oh, yeah, a yeah. Tasting, on, yeah, on the air. Excellent idea. That's yeah. a great
0: idea. We've so we, we have the bugs. We've done soylent, which is good. We can yeah. check that off the yeah. list. Yeah. We need bugs, hmm. and uh, it was cricket specifically, and right. now yeah, we were gonna do a to a live
1: like live bug eating. Yeah, but now but okay. now coffee and as then well. a, now like coffee a, as well. Yeah, a poo this coffee is,
0: cupping. Yeah.
1: Excellent yeah. idea. Yeah,
0: we'll have to try your bread as well. But that's like the opposite of this. We could do like, it the same same episode, just for so we can get some amazing yeah. stuff yeah. and mm-hmm. then some mm-hmm. interesting stuff. Maybe we yeah. could
1: find like a, a a type of bread that pairs with <clears> the <throat> coffee. So well, you know, I
2: I I harvested my starter in my bathroom. So
1: all
0: right. <laughs> <laughs> Well, thank you for listening to the Life Outside Bench podcast. That was Adam talking about his hobbies and interests. On next episode, we'll have Levin, who will be telling us about his journey from Water Street to Pender Street. Have a fantastic Canada Day long weekend.